we'll talk about video games in just one second. But Justin, you recommend a lot of stuff to me. And I you're looking at me, I'm not playing the Avengers. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's like I thought this was it. <laughs> uh, which we, we we will talk about a little bit today. Um because Spider-Man is here. Is He's here swinging soon, around. I guess. Yeah. Um, but I'm not playing the Avengers. This is yeah. non-video game related. But you recommend yeah. a lot of stuff. And I am not always like, like you know, I take your recommendations uh, pretty heavily because. I've been saying with a grain of salt. <laughs> no, no, no. Because I, I think you like great stuff. And I think we agree on a lot of things like in terms medium. of like what quality is. And yeah, uh, the medium is. Yeah, obviously, we definitely agree. Thing about number the one. Well, at least but, we both feel the same way about Alan Wake, too. I've watched about, I think, either 11 or 12 episodes of My Hero Academia. Yes! It's so oh, good! It's so good! It's, it's so good! It's amazing! It's so good. Um, yeah, because I, I was like, I realized, like, earlier this week, like, I, I, I typically spend about, like, 30 to 45 minutes before I go to bed just watching videos on YouTube before, you know, before I go to bed when I'm laying in bed. And I realized, like... I just have been watching the same videos <laughs> over and over and over again to the point where like I'm memorizing them and stuff. And I was like, this is, I, I should be introducing myself to new things. And I was like, oh, I'll watch some anime. What do I want to watch? And I'm like scrolling through and like, all right, what the hell? I give this a shot. And it's great. It's, it's great. so good. It's great. Um, so I just, general question, because I yeah. feel like one of my favorite characters in this uh, anime is Bakugo. Yeah. And early on, he's a bit of a jerk, and throughout the whole thing, he's slightly just a little bit of a jerk would be the nicest way to call him. What are your thoughts of Bakugo? Uh, I think he's an interesting character, because you got this guy who's just, like, always been the best, and then this guy who's always been the worst in uh, 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 Deku are, like, he's having to realize, like, yo, other people are good at stuff. Yeah. And, like, I am not the best based on my pure talent alone and like other people have you know merit and stuff i think he's interesting i think it's cool and just straight uh, up he has the probably one of the best character arcs in, in the series yeah okay. It, he, okay. uh, and uh, i'm not spoiling ahead but i have no, read ahead. ahead in the manga so like what's it, what happens that's not in the anime if you've only watched the anime it gets mm -hmm. even better so he's one of my favorite characters and i just wanted to cool cool uh i, I what i appreciate about it is that to me it's basically the same dynamic as Naruto, where it's just like, all right, it's a bunch of people who are in class about how to be a thing that they all want to be, you know, where Naruto, it's all, everyone wants to be ninjas, shinobi, and in My Hero Academia, it's like, we all want to be superheroes. Yeah. And, like, you got Bakugo, Sasuke, you got Deku, who's like, you know, Naruto is the well-meaning but not very skilled, um, uh, like, protagonist. You got the girl who the main character kind of likes, and, well, I, I guess in, in My Hero Academia, the... Uh, I'm trying to remember her name. Uh, she, the levitation girl. Um, they get paired up a bunch, but she's not like super into Bakugo, at least to my understanding. Bakugo, but what? Wait, she's not into Bakugo. At least not yet. Yeah, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, I mean, in, no. in the same way that like Sakura and Naruto is yeah, yeah, su yeah. super into Sasuke. Um, yeah, yeah, great show. Uh, there's just something about anime that I think is really good at making that moment when the underdog finally does something. Like, like, finally, like, m makes a move, finally does, stands yeah. up for themselves, like, oh. And I good. honestly, like, some of, like, dramatic moments in that are just some of the best in anime that I've seen, specifically one that's, like, kind of the serial one. Like, there are certain episodes that are, like, the key episodes that are just amazingly animated. It's so good. I love it. 
Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm so happy for you. Yeah, you get to experience this. I wish I could experience that again for the first time. I don't. I don't. I'm trying to remember like what the moment was when it like hooked me, but it was pretty early on where I was like, "All right, okay, I see where this. <laughs> like, yeah, I can be down with this." Because what I also appreciate is like the pitch of it is interesting. Because at first it's like, "Oh, it's about a guy who doesn't have superpowers in a world where everyone has superpowers, and he wants to be a superhero." That's an interesting pitch, and then it turns into like, and then he also he gets superpowers. He's like, "Oh, that's interesting," and so he starts going to school for it, but he can't use them because he's really because he can't control it. Like, yeah. That, like each each layer of that is like interesting so yeah uh i'd recommend it that's probably all the anime talk oh no it's not because i'm also playing persona 5 royal which we'll oh, get to well, more of that <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh we'll, we'll get to all that and more a little bit later because this is hitbox what's in the fucking box What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Hitbox episode number 68. My name is Peter Hunsvitek, and joining me, as always, is my good friend, Justin Makovich. How are you, Justin? Uh, speaking this of things week. that aren't video game related, I just finished yeah. Squid Game, and let me tell you, so good. Pretty good. Pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Pretty uh, I do, the, good. One, my one criticism is I don't think the quote-unquote twist in the end of the like the last episode, yeah. I don't think it was a great twist. Um it just was like it could have been, but it just yeah. was kind of done like, eh, well, we, we don't know where we're going with this. I think that the ending to the actual games is fantastic. Yeah. I think yeah. the ending to the actual show is I. Yeah, I, and I, think, I think I think the ending ending is good because they set up like what they're doing with a pot, potential second season pretty well. But like the the big like the man in the chair, so to speak. Correct. That was yes. disappointing to me. Um, I yeah. do think it kind of like ended quickly like you go from having like all of these players these key players to all of a sudden like like not so None. many of them yeah. <laughs> it's just like oh that's kind of disappointing um yeah. but uh it's so good and like um definitely and i know i shouldn't think of this but i kept thinking of fall guys not fall guys uh the, what's the one with the little creepy guy the, the running people fall guys is that fall guys yeah i kept thinking yeah, of fall but, guys as i was watching that the like entire time and i know it's like a very totally <laughs> different thing but i just couldn't escape it well no like like i'll say this like with all of these people doing like oh i'm gonna be recreating squid game and like you know it, we're doing squid we're gonna do a squid game video game and like all this stuff it's like yo those exist yeah right those it's exist. called a battle royale <laughs> Right, like literally, it's Fall Guys. Uh, if you're talking about you want to recreate the story of Squid Game, may I recommend to you Rampa? May I recommend to you Last of Us Part Two? May I recommend to you, uh, I don't know, like Spec Ops The Line? That's, hey, it's yeah. kind of stupid. Rampa, explain that game to me and why I should play it. Um, well, Rampa Decadence comes out at the beginning of December, so we're almost there. I think that's December 5th or something like that. Can you believe it's uh, Thanksgiving this week, by the way? <laughs> Justin... I lost a week and a half of my life okay, to yeah. COVID. <laughs> like literally, to me, last weekend was Halloween, and then now it's Thanksgiving, dude. It's whack. <laughs> I'm so behind on every facet of my life. Um, so Danganronpa is like uh, basically a bunch of high schoolers get put in a killing game, where uh, to my I've not played them. I, and I, oh, I'm, okay, okay. I'm interested in playing them with this Switch port, um, and basically like they all need to they need to kill each other 
and get away with it. And so once someone finds a body, you have like a courtroom scene where like every, you have to like use all the evidence you found at the scene of the crime and stuff like that to convict whoever did the killing. Um, and you're trying to make sure that you and as many people can get out alive as possible. So among us, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's among us meets persona, I guess the high school stuff. <laughs> Anime. Yeah. 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 Uh, and, and, and the, uh, like the mascot of the, sh- of the game is like a little bear. That's like half white, oh, half cute. black. And like, it's the one who's like, uh, like leading the games. Um, uh, okay, cool, cool. Yeah. But, uh, I, I'll probably talk about that. I, like, I actually do want to play it cause they're oh, doing yeah. a remastered version of it on the switch. Uh, well, the, the good thing month. is that there's absolutely nothing to play right now. There's the world of video games is barren and my backlog is I'm caught up. I played everything I want yep. to. I've already beat everything on the N64 expansion pack on my switch. I am bored right now. So I realized Horizon Forbidden West is coming out in February, and I was like, "Oh, I got time to play that first one." I was like, "I yeah, really don't yeah, no. like just Janu- I have January to play yeah. it." And do, then, do, you, do you remember when it, people are upset it got pushed back? <laughs> I mean, like, like yeah, I, I don't Open know. I'm your of the eyes, belief, people. I am of the belief like it's it'll they'll be out when they're out. Like, <laughs> like I don't know. Like, there's always something I'm playing. I'm very rarely like. I wonder what I should play, you know? Well, um, I only am when I'm, like, waiting for, like, to, like something on my Switch, and I'm like, well, I got a week before this game comes yeah, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean. Uh, but we're, we're going to talk about the games we're playing in just a minute here. But before we get to that, I do want to just give a quick rundown about what, what we're going to be talking about today. Um, we're going to be doing a Metacritic roundup for Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Uh, we're also going to be talk, taking a look a little bit about uh, Rockstar and the situation with Grand Theft Auto, the definitive edition. Uh, or no, what's it called? Your, Grand Theft I mean, Auto, the, the trilogy, trilogy, the definitive edition, the definitive edition best yes. game ever. Slash uh, we're also, we're going to talk a little bit about Activision and Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft's relationship with the company following, uh, continued news about the people in charge of it. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that a little bit more in depth uh, and so much more. And we're going to round things out today also by talking about Black Friday shopping and, and things Ooh. like that. Uh, but, Justin, before we get to that, I do want to know what you're playing. This uh, so, you know, I'm I'm getting my steps in with Pikmin bl- Bloom still. I yep. unlocked yep. The, the pink flying Pikmin. Very um, fun. And that game is just like, it's just enough, though... Mm-hmm. I wish this was during the summer because I would get yeah. so many steps with it. Yeah. Uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna stop mentioning this. Just like I'm gonna stop I stop talking about Pokemon Unite because I do play it every week. I just don't sure. like, continue to talk about it because yeah, yeah. you'll get sick of it. But the f- new and exciting and fun game that I started to play is Hitman. 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 <laughs> Hitman. <laughs> <laughs> no, Hitman Three. Okay, this was one that I missed earlier in the year. I played hitman uh, hmm. uh absolution <laughs> best one i heard i'm just kidding is that true no i think hitman 3 is probably the best one okay well, i've tried to play that when i was a kid <laughs> and by a kid like in high school uh on the xbox 360 but it was not like i thought it was gonna be a shooter and it's not a shooter no and i didn't like it no I, um, I yeah yeah but so tell me about hitman 3 so i uh, hitman 3 is uh unapologetically a third hitman game in a in a trilogy and what i say by that because they go through all of this like spy 
garbage at the, this gobbledygook story about like it's like Hill's the world spy. of assassination. You know, dude, or something like I don't that, even right? freaking know where the story is. Or like telling all these characters that maybe I have a connection with. At, at yeah. one point, one of these main characters dies, and I'm like, <laughs> okay, because like I have no connection to the story. Yeah, um, I played Hitman One. For a little bit, they played like the training mission. It was like a free thing. I got, you got to like try it out for like a weekend or something. And okay. It was fine. Like it was just like whatever. Um, but I gotta say, the Hitman Three really just it grabbed me from the very beginning. So uh, a kind of like zoomed out explanation of what Hitman is. The the Idos Interactive, I think, is that the, is that who's making them nowadays? Yep. Uh, no, not Idos. Uh. Eidos. It's IOI. I oh so close. One of those. IO Interactive. AO AO Interactive. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> w- with them, uh, basically, you are uh, an assassin who has to go around and kill targets in a map, very large maps that have a lot of people around them. And you don't like necessarily sneak around by like hiding in bushes all the time and sneaking around corners. You mm-hmm. hide in plain sight by finding disguises and using those disguises to get to new locations. Much like that one um, level, the everyone's favorite level in Psychonauts, the original, um, yeah. the Milkman episode. Milkman like conspiracy. basically, you get new disguises so you can blend in with places. Um, and there are uh, these targets, and there's. You know, a simple way to kill a target would be to shoot them in the head or punch them until they, they don't wake up anymore. But sure, every yeah. every mission has like story driven, contextual based ways to kill them that are extremely creative. Hmm. Um, for example, uh, there's uh, one of the first levels. The the they have you like air dropping into the tallest building in Dubai. Um, and I think it's a fictional building and they have this like really elaborate thing and you're basically going in there to kill two people in this building. So you start off like scaling the outside, climbing to the top and then basically you get to the room where both of the the men you're trying to kill are um, and then you like shoot them in the head from behind as they're like talking to each other. But then yeah. when you beat the level, they're like, all these like they have like all these like squares that tell you like different mission objectives and apparently there are a ton of different ways that are fun and interesting to kill these people like one is uh someone's playing like uh some golf on the roof and you replace a golf ball with an exploding golf ball (laughs) (laughs) Uh, another one is that you have to get all of them to be like escaping by putting on parachutes and then you have to shoot them with their parachute like as they're like jumping with the parachutes okay Um, so like a ton of different creative ways to kill people Mm -hmm. um and really Really, I think a good way to kind of think about this game is it's kind of like death loop almost with how you have to like go about mm. and like find yeah, okay. the best way to go about a task. Um, but the one thing that I don't like about it as much as death loop is that I felt like the thing that I was nervous about with death loop was that, you know, if you make a mistake, you're going to have to like redo all this stuff over and over again. Yeah. Um, but you didn't. It was so easy to like you had those three lives and you, every time they would reset when you go to a new time period. So it was like really easy to like experiment. But in Hitman, you can't experiment in that way. And sometimes you do something that you don't actually know has ramifications for something later on. Um, so like you might accidentally kill someone that you needed to do one of the story missions, but you didn't oh, know gotcha. that until it's too late. So I don't feel like there's as much experimentation and it's a lot of the save scumming kind of stuff. Like you try something, you get a little further, you save, you keep messing up, you reload that save, you get a yeah. little further, you save. Um, but it's still like really fun. The the second uh, uh, episode in the in the game, and I'm only on the third episode, which is a German rave, by the way, awesome. But in the second episode, it's basically like making fun of Knives Out. I was gonna say I've heard great yeah. things about the Knives Out 
uh, like chapter or section of that. Yeah, so the first time I played played through the level, I didn't play it right. Um, I basically followed the Inspector Clouseau into the building, and then I just like stalked everyone and killed the people I needed to kill one by one. But if you actually stop the Inspector from getting in the house and you get his outfit, you can interact with all the people, and then you basically have to do like a murder mystery to find out like who killed this person in the house. And it's really like kind of cool and creative, like how they do all those stories. And mm-hmm. I I found it fun both ways, just inching along, hiding, but also I found it fun. And like actually being the inspector character yeah. um so there, there's a lot of cool stuff in here and i and i think one thing that i really like about this one that i don't know if i felt when i was my brief time playing hitman one uh was i do feel like it is a little bit more story and objective driven than the other one um mm-hmm. and i think the levels themselves are super interesting the tower in dubai to a uh, like a fancy mansion to this like again german rave that you're basically in at this like nightclub <laughs> yeah. in berlin they're so different from each other and they really feel like they're they're cool and different and then if you buy like if you have hitman one and two um those levels carry over to hitman three with your progression and, and like the engine right yeah with, with yeah. an asterisk because um some of them it's hard to like get your saves to the ps5 version or yeah, okay, okay. your steam to whatever like so there's some like loopholes with that but i don't know if this was a ps plus thing or something but i was able to download hitman 2 maps for free on Dang. it so i have hitman 2 maps hitman 3 maps and i could pay like 20 bucks to get the hitman 1 maps but there's mm-hmm. so much playability in this stuff and like yeah. even on levels once you do all the story missions they have like these elusive targets that you have to go to which are like hard to get um uh, characters that you have to kill in a certain way and you get points based on that that you put up against your friends and stuff and Every time you play a level, you basically level up that level so there's new things to unlock. Like, for example, you get, like, a new place to enter. So if you want to enter in the middle of the mansion instead of outside. Or you can, like, place special items in these, like, uh, like areas that you're in so you can pick them up in the middle of the mission to help you do things a little bit easier and quicker so a ton of like options for replayability and hey let me tell you um i know people have probably forgotten about this game because uh it came out so early in the year but i think it's a high quality game and my biggest knock against it is uh i don't know what the fuck is going on with the story (laughs) (laughs) yeah no that tracks that tracks Um, yeah i've heard i've heard good things about it uh and and i probably agree with you that i from what it sounds like it sounds like it is the best iteration of this series but unfortunately because it came out so early in the year uh it sort of seems like people might be forgetting about it when it comes to like awards and stuff like that yeah yeah and it's beautiful too i'm playing on ps5 and um like when you're just like looking at all these people it runs great and the the environments are so detailed and crisp so crisp sure so i uh, highly recommend justin i passed 100 hour mark in persona 5 royal and how close are you to finishing it? So I completed the Persona 5 section of the game, and okay. I have entered the royal stuff. <laughs> um, I mean, like, like the the additional yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff. The new, uh, the new and improved. I can't really speak to it yet because I just got through the like exposition of like, hey, here's what's happening, and then I had I was like, well, it's time to go to bed. Um, but. <laughs> It's been a hundred hours of, if I'm being honest with you, pretty much the same game uh, mm. with, I mean, like, you know, like you, there are some improvements and there's like definitely some differences, but um, I'm ready to do the new stuff. Does it, <laughs> you know? um, did it like, did you get anything out of a replay through? 
Oh yeah, I mean, like it's one of my favorite games. That Your I've voice played got really thing. high when you said that. <laughs> like I was like trying to be really oh, defensive yeah, about no, it. I was, yeah, yeah, no, uh, yeah. no, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, it, it's it's a great game, and there are details in there that I missed. Um, I also like, I don't know how I was playing it in the beginning, but I was not hanging out with anyone when I started it. So like, I ended up not being able to like max out a lot of the confidants and like see all those stories. And in this playthrough, I maxed out all of the. Uh, Phantom Thief confidants, except for one. Um, whom? Whom did you? Whom did you let go? Is that a spoiler? Miss, if you tell me whom. Miss Haru Okumura. Uh, what? What did she do she, to you? Uh, she is introduced very late into the game, mm. and is not presented as, in my opinion, all that interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's an afterthought, both in context and in development. So. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, like she enters, like I said, like pretty late in the game. And then also uh, the dungeon associated with her is the weakest one, in my opinion. Uh, and it like has the least to do with like the overall story. So like, whatever. Um, but it, it's also tough because um, hanging out with those confidants, like it's all takes place during the day. Mm. And so like, you can't really split up like, okay, well I'm going to hang out with some of these friends during the day and some of these friends at night. It's usually like the students you can hang out with during the day and then the adults you can hang out with after uh, like at night. Are are you on a a path to platinum even though you didn't max out everyone? Yep. Yep. Uh, That's only a, um, a trophy in the original game. So I am, I have to do one thing. I mean, like I've got to, by playing through to the end of the game, I will have all of the trophies except for one. And, uh, that last one's going to be a doozy. Oh no. It is, uh, basically there is two hours. There's, LOL. There's an <laughs> optional boss called the Reaper who lives in Mementos who basically uh, you he's just motivation for you to like move along because if you stay in, in on one floor for like more than two minutes he shows up mm-hmm. and, and he's impossibly difficult uh, in Persona 5 and Royal before they patched it out you used to be able to kill him in three turns if you uh, go down there during flu season when everyone's sick uh, because all of the demons down, or all of the the shadows down there are also sick in mementos, oh. uh, and they all have a status effect, uh, status effect called despair, where if a shadow has despair for three turns, they die instantly. So you used to be able to just go down there when people were sick and beat him in three turns, but instead now he is like the hardest, one of the Why hardest. Why do they do that? The like that's, I I get it, but also like, come on, man. Yeah, yeah. So I've got to figure out a way to beat this guy. Um, but I, I'm not too worried about it. I'm pretty savvy with the game and I'm pretty, I'm like, like level like 75 and all the recommended, like on, on the internet, there's like guides on like how to do it. And, um, like all the recommended levels are like, well, you want to be at least level 60. I'm like, and right, you're like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Got I it. got this. Got so, it. uh, yeah, I will hopefully have that beat by next week. And cool. Wait, oh, I'm waiting until it's on Switch. You know, once yeah, it's on Switch, I'll, may, maybe, I'll beat it. Maybe. I'll beat it once it's on Switch. <laughs> It'll be on Switch any minute now, right? I'll say this. If it came to Switch... You'd play it again, wouldn't you? I would not play it again. Okay. As much as I love it, as much as I love it, like, I will say, playing a hundred, like, pretty much back-to-back. Because I finished yeah. it, like, last... I'm going to say October. Yeah. And then I did Persona 5 Strikers in February. Yeah. And then... I started Persona 5 Royal in January. And yeah. so like, <laughs> yeah, um, it's good though. <laughs> it's it's very good, but. You're never going to play Persona 4 now. <laughs> I saw, dude, it's on my desktop and but. 
I'm gonna wait to start that damn yeah. game for a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did. I did finish Life is Strange: True Colors. Ooh. Controversial opinion. I think uh, it's really bad. <laughs> I think it's like yeah, really yeah. bad. Um, I like to the point where I don't understand what what people like about it so much. I mean, I understand from a like representation standpoint why it's really cool for a lot of people. Um, but uh, like from a story perspective, I just thought it was completely laughably stupid um yeah <laughs> unfortunately. yeah sorry yeah okay 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 yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm still i still want to want to purchase this one for um the fiance um so i'm sure she'll <laughs> I, I gotta get used to saying that by the way i know that's so um, fun um uh I, i'll say this i think if you like life is strange you like this one because it's more that yeah um yeah. but you, I, you I weren't a huge fan of life is strange I played the first episode of the first game in college because it was free, and I was like, "This is cool," uh, and like I'm into like the vibe, I guess. But I don't know if like maybe I'm just older now or what. Uh, but I, I just didn't think the story was anything in True Colors. Even like story though, I think just for me, those games are just even like Telltale, like the best ones, are just a little too slow for me. Um, yeah. to really get me engaged to to a place where I like it. Like you, you like that's why I like the Batman. Uh, ones because I felt like mm-hmm. there was a little bit more action, but even then it was like the slow parts are slow. Well, I mean, and let me say this about Life is Strange True Colors. So, like in The Walking Dead, I agree. Like, which I recently played. Like, I totally agree. Like, those slow parts are slow in True Colors, but but in in <laughs> Walking Dead, like stuff happens. Yeah, like stuff is constantly happening. Yeah, like, things are die. always happening. Yeah. In True Colors, I could tell you the plot, like the main plot, in about two sentences. Like, does anyone die? Uh, I mean, like, that's the point of the game, so oh. no spoilers, yes. Um, but other than that, no one else died for me. That's the point but of the that game? Might, I mean, like, like no spoilers, it's on the fucking box, so, like, it's about your brother dies, <laughs> oh, and you have yeah, to yeah, yeah. uncover a mystery surrounding him, but the mystery yeah. is, like, the most point A to point B thing in the entire, like, I've ever, there's a line, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, there's a line where... Like, you're wrapping up the mystery, and the main character's, like, talking to her brother, like, like you know, she's, like, sitting on the balcony, just, like, talking, like, wow, Gabe, like, I can't believe it. We, we've uncovered so much. I'm, like, literally, you have not. Like, we made three assumptions that were correct <laughs> because it was a really obvious thing that happened, um, and we haven't been through a lot. Anyway, we LARPed. We LARPed for about two hours, and that was a majority of one of those episodes, whatever. Uh, I LARP every played- day. What's that? I'm a, I LARP every day. I'm, Life is a LARP. You know what they say? Every day I'm LARP. Every day I'm LARPing. Yeah, I try, I thought, yeah it's one, one syllable too we short. We got there. We got there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Halo Infinite is out, and it's really good, Justin. It's Period. very good. Period. How, how, good, all, how good is it? Uh, every single time I sit down with it, I'm like, oh, I got like an hour. I'll, I'll, I'll just play this. And then I'm like, I should have been in bed two hours ago. Like, <laughs> well. Uh, it's yeah, always think, fun every single time I play it. I think people are liking it. I think there's a lot of people playing it, if I'm correct, right? Yeah, so, like, Forza Horizon 5, like, broke a bunch of records for uh, the most played, like, most downloaded Xbox Game Studio uh, title. And then I think Halo... I don't have the numbers directly in front of me here, but I think Halo Infinite either like had a comparable release or it beat that record, you know, a week and a half afterwards. Uh, it's it's because it's good dude like it's it's real good 
well, according to um, Game Per and the article called Halo Infinite almost doubled Battlefield 2040's two player numbers on Steam, uh, Halo Infinite nearly doubled Battlefield 2042 <laughs> player numbers on Steam. Uh, thank you. Who's that by? Uh, this is by a Jaren Kerr. Um, gotcha, gotcha. But not not playing a joke is that um, it has been the first Xbox Game Studios games to cross 200,000 concurrent players on Steam. And the only one, the second closest, was the Master Chief Collection when that came out, which is a, another Halo game, which I think yep. is crazy. Um, and even for more perspective, um, uh, on the release date, um, it, on November 20th uh, is when Infinite had its peak. The peak for Battlefield was 100,000. And Halo has double that? Yeah, it's double that. It's peak. That's actually kind of insane. Yeah, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, it's just, it's so good. And I will be interested to see, like, what the reception to the campaign is. Because, like, to me at this point, like, multiplayer is good enough to the to where if the campaign is kind of a let down like it's actually not the end of the world um but it's such a weird reality that we live in that halo came out is coming out this year and that i am like into it i mean because as we've talked about on the show before like i i think i've been pretty clear like halo is gonna have to jump through a lot of hoops for me to come back yeah and it seems like it is and but. If based on they had a preview cycle that happened uh, a little bit about the campaign, and these are just some headlines from different websites here. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. From Tech Radar, Halo Infinite campaign preview, a spectacular return to form. Um, then we have Eurogamer Halo Infinite tech preview, a promising campaign from Eurogamer. Um, uh, Halo Infinite campaign preview, the franchise's best in over a decade. Um, games rate, uh, I don't know if they have a specific thing there, but like clearly like the previews coming back from this are very positive and I think it's just getting fans and people excited for it. So, yeah. and if I think of from what I've limitedly played with the tech preview, um, I, I felt like that game felt good and to have yes. a shooter that feels good and like you just get those crunchy shots and everything as you're going through it. There's just a, a feeling to a shooter that you need. Um, I, I feel like Halo's got it. And well, like what's more, like you you look at like Battlefield or, or Call of Duty, and, and you know people like to dog on those by being like, oh, they just release the same thing every year, and like, yeah, but no. But what's interesting about Halo is it's kind of like it's the same as it has been, but because they aren't, it's not an annual franchise, and Battlefield isn't either. Um, but it, it's more frequent than Halo, like because it's not a, a frequent franchise, like it feels completely new. You yeah. know, and, and it feels like, whoa, this is such a refreshing take after just constantly like aiming down sights and like release low time to kill and like stuff like that. But um, yeah, it's 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 quite good. That you, said. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, you, wait, I, wait. I was going to I was going to you, you go with your critique first. I was going to ask you, like, what makes it good other than just the feel of it? Uh, well, we'll talk about that first, because this other thing is uh, not my critique. It is the critique of its forge mode and co-op stuff, which is. Ah, yes, um, yes, yes. But I, I think it just like. I think the maps are really well designed. I think that there is a level of, you know how the whole thing with battlefield is like, if you see something and you want to do something, you can do it. And like in like all the trailers, they got like someone jumping out of a, out of a helicopter to shoot another helicopter with a rocket launcher and then getting back in the helicopter and flying it away. Like you can do that in halo. I've seen people grapple onto flying banshees in midair and hijack them. Like, 
like they've been doing it for years and, and it looks so cool and it feels so cool. And like, even when you are killed trying to do a stunt or killed, if someone is doing a stunt on you, it's always like exciting. Cause you're like, that was cool. I've never <laughs> seen someone do that, you know? Uh, so I think that the abilities and the maps and like the vehicles available and like the weapons and stuff really lend themselves to like creativity and, um, exper- uh, like experimentation, Because like at the end of the day, a death is not like a huge major setback. And um, like I said, a lot of the times when you get killed, you're kind of like, that was actually awesome. So like you can't even be mad about it. And I I also want to speak about how brilliant um, them releasing the multiplayer separate from the campaign is. Um, First Mm -hmm. of all, you get two events. I think that's like I think that's cool. Second of all, they have their whole team focused on making the multiplayer as good as possible. And the reason I say that is because. Um, a big critique with the battle pass with uh, Halo Infinite multiplayer was the battle pass progression was horrible. Yep. And within a week, they fixed it. Um, according to an article from Hype Beast um, uh, by uh, author Jeff Young, um, he talks about how um, that they uh, changed a bunch of the battle pass progression stuff because it was taking too slow. So yep. they have like uh, added challenges like the play one game a day challenge to try to balance things out. They've given XP boosts. Um, they've uh, doubled those XP boosts and everything. Um, and they also quote uh, what Halo support says. And they said Halo Infinite players can now earn XP by completing match made games. The play one game daily challenge is worth 50 X points each. The challenge deck is also being updated to better serve players players of all skill levels. So that kind of responsiveness is so important in the early pro- like early steps of having a multiplayer like this to make sure that they are listening to feedback and not trying to make it difficult to make it fun for people to come back to. So, hey, good job 343 for being um, uh, responsive and on top of this stuff because guess what? You need to be. <laughs> yeah, well, right, and that's the thing too. Like I think you look at also like people hate delays. Mm-hmm. When you look at just a hey, a year long delay for this game. I mean, this is miles above the footage that they showed off in that first oh, thing yeah. which That's was going great. to come out later that year yeah. and and i don't know like like night and day difference mm-hmm. uh from where like that first one i was like that doesn't look very fun at all <laughs> like it looks like exactly exactly what if you said like this is what Halo's going to be now i'm like all right but yeah, now it's like halo's dope halo's <laughs> awesome yeah except for one thing <laughs> and so this is uh from ign.com uh, by Joe Scrabbles, and it's it's a news article titled Halo Infinite Campaign Co-op and Forge Mode Releases Pushed Back. So basically, uh, before, a, a few months ago, 343 was like, listen, Forge will not be included at launch. Campaign Co-op will not be included at launch. Sorry. And people were like, okay, well, that sucks, but like, when can we expect them? And they said, uh, like two to three months after the re- the game's release, so it'll be around like, um, the second season of the multiplayer, I think, is when uh, campaign co-op was supposed to come in, and then uh, Forge would be coming in the third season. Uh, but they have since, like this past week or so, come out and said, "Hey, we're actually going to be making that that season much longer than initially thought." So the article reads thusly: Halo Infinite won't be getting co-op. Uh, a co-op option for campaign mode until May 2022 at the earliest, and Forge mode will be even further down the line. Speaking of Eurogamer, 343 head of creative um, head of creative Joseph Staten confirmed that the game's extension of Halo Infinite Season One means the two much requested features have been delayed. That sucks. 
and I will continue to say that sucks that it wasn't that those two things weren't included uh, in the like base initial release. It's cool that they'll be added later. Uh, as I've been playing it, I will say in the back of my mind, I've been like, it would be cool to have Forge mode to play like people's created maps and like have more custom game modes and stuff like that. Um, but if it can sustain, uh, like if it can sustain this and sustain this multiplayer and keep it fun and fresh until those are added, uh, I think you got a winning, you got a winning game for, you know, a year, two years, three years, maybe. I, I still think it sucks. And I think it sucks for a specific group of people, not the masses. Um, like I think it sucks for the hardest core of hardcore fans for the co-op thing. Oh, um, for the co-op thing, maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think the Forge thing is also something that only more hardcore people uh, deal with. I still don't quite understand why they don't just why didn't they just say we're going to release the campaign in May, like May twenty twenty two? Yeah, like I mean, at a certain point, you think yeah. like think about how big the multiplayer has been right now. I don't think they have to force out this, this single player game right now. I mean, it seems like it's working great and everything, Mm -hmm. but like you could have had two big things. And in May, I mean, right before E3, get the campaign out there, get people talking about it. But I I guess it's probably for the holiday season thing to try to sell game pass. I, I don't know. I really don't understand why, like, you know what I think it is. I think it's that because it was promised to be coming out last year, they can't delay. Sure, They can Here's, I mean, the, here's the multiplayer. I know, I know, I get it. <laughs> right, yeah, but uh, but I'll say this about Forge. Like, I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of making my own stuff in Forge, but I love doing the custom game modes. Like, is that like, not even an option right now? Correct, that because sucks, you can't geez. make you can't make custom game modes because you can't make games. Mm. So, like, like there used to be like, um, do you remember that game? It was like a, it was called like Trials, uh, where you're like on a motorbike and you're like trying to drive through an obstacle course. No. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Uh, okay. It was, it was like a day, thing. I'm like, days like, gone when you said that. No, it was like early days of like Xbox Live uh, or, mm-hmm. or like like Xbox 360 like store. Um, people would do like obstacle courses for you to drive through in mongooses. People would do a zombies mode, which is uh, pretty cool. Uh, Griff Ball, if you know what that is, uh, that was originally a fan made creation that got turned into its own like official Halo League, like. There's a lot of really cool stuff that came out of that creative scene that just isn't going to be there until that comes in. And you have to sit here and wonder, like, will that be too little too late when it but does I, come I out? I guess the alternative is what would they do? Just delay everything or like, Correct. you know what I mean? You're like, right. I, I, they clearly are doing this because something is happening that is making it more complicated than it yeah. should be to do all this stuff. Um, and I... I, I think the slow trickle makes more sense to me personally. Um, mm-hmm. Again, I'm not a numbers person, but like knowing what Game Pass is and like to keep people on that that subscription service and to keep them there by like not only just being like, oh, once you're done playing the campaign, you're done being like, well, you got the multiplayer. Month later, yeah. you get the campaign. Four or five months later, you get this thing in the middle of the year just to remind you that this is something good and just keep those incentives for you to come back. I think that's an, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I do think one of the things Game Pass has to make us as consumers understand is that, you know, video games are, it's, it's a service. So, like, having these games more like a service, 
I don't think is a is a bad thing because you're technically only paying for Game Pass. You're not paying for individual like online subscriptions and yeah. stuff like that. And if I'm correct, right, the multiplayer is free. Yeah, it's free to play. You it's don't need Game Pass, which is awesome. So yeah, um, and I'll say I'll say this too. Uh, if if this slow trickle means that the people who are working on this game got to go home at five every day and had to work, you know, four to five day weeks like regular hours, I want that way more than having it all at once. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like I don't really know what's what the work culture is like at three four three, but if it if it just if if this is what the future of video games looks like, I'm all for it. If it means that people get to be treated a little bit more fairly, uh, then. Not at all. <laughs> yeah, I wonder you know? when when uh, when teachers get to be able to have. I'm um, Justin. You you tell me when the when the protest is happening. You tell me when the strike is going on. I'll be there handing out pickets uh, and and signs and I make T-shirts. All right, you bring, just, bring us pizza. We'll enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll you just. Hey, the, uh, our administration our administration gave us cookies today, so all is forgiven. Okay. Yeah. For They're now. Actually, really good. They're like bakery <laughs> sticker deals. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> for now. For now. For now. Justin, uh, Pokemon Brilliant. Wait, uh, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Like these names. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, they're the worst, right? I mean, they're they're fine. No, they're it's bad. Completely unmemorable. Don't, don't, don't excuse them. Uh, they're they're out now. You can play them. You can buy them if you wanted to. You can buy them at the store. Uh, uh, any store. Any store. You go to JCPenney, they got it there. You go to... I actually bought my Speedway. Wii at a JCPenney. Okay, well then I stand corrected. They so, might have it. Yeah, take that one there. <laughs> um, They're out though, and uh, they've got Metacritic scores. So hop on over to Metacritic.com, which is, again, the end-all be-all uh, for understanding the quality of a video game. everything in my life, right? You know, everything is yeah. based on that, yeah. This is... This, is, this score is the definitive answer to if a video game is good or not. Yeah, I, that's how I determine what I eat every night. And it's really hard to eat anything because they don't have food items rated on here. So no, I just like I, wait. Like here, let me just search spaghetti. Taco. Yeah, what do they got? Um, well, there's Bang, the Spaghetti Western board game, which is a ah, PC game, weirdly yeah. enough. Um, there's actually a lot of Spaghetti Western stuff here. There's, so maybe I, Tacoma is the closest I got to taco. So I got a 79. So I'm good to get a taco tonight. Yeah, sure. That sounds about right. But uh, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, excuse me. Um, both of them released on a Switch, setting at a uh, 76 Metacritic score from the critics. Uh, a little bit lower from users with uh, Pearl having 7.1 and Diamond having a 6.0. I'm not entirely sure what the issues are. Uh, I've heard that there are some bugs and stuff. Uh, and I know that people weren't like a big fan of the like art style of of these games but um i don't know i think a 76 that seems about right for a remake of a game that seems like a pretty pretty pound for pound remake of of a game from what 2008 2007 yeah i think even then like pokemon like pokemon sword is at an 80 right yeah so like that's not like it's unheard of for pokemon games to be about around that level like i think it's pretty like pokemon is one of those things that like people love to hate it right <laughs> you know like yeah and there's always the the hardcore of hardcore people will find something they don't like about it because they didn't have what another version had the 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 not hardcore people will just be like oh this is the same game or whatever they don't have the pokemon i want so there's always something that you could like improve upon with it but hey man i gotta say i freaking love pokemon 
Um, I, if there's any video game that I wish I would be more obsessed with and understand EVs and IVs and, and, mm-hmm. uh, whatever, and, and whatever with it, I wish it was Pokemon and I wish I could like be better at that competitively. I love this. I love Pokemon. I'm so excited to play this game. Um, it's going to be, uh, my fiance and I, uh, we, we, mm-hmm. uh, we'll play at the same time, which is kind of fun as we're going through the campaigns parallel, uh, yeah. to each other. So we're going to pick this up and play it over the Thanksgiving break. Oh, that's um, fun. So yeah, I'm I'm excited for it. I mean, what's what? I also love the fact that with the Pokemon Home stuff, it's really easy to get Pokemon in from from Sword and Shield yeah. to uh, the Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl, and stuff. So hey, it's great. And you're playing Pokemon Sword right now, aren't you? Yeah, I had like I know it's out and I could buy it, but I want to buy the hard copy of it because I like to switch between my switches and you know potentially yeah. like yeah. if you know uh, Claire is going to be playing uh, one of them, I can always like take her cartridge and put it into mine and then like get the Pokemon that I don't have on that one. So it makes sense yeah. to get the actual cartridges of it. So I booted up Pokemon Sword because I was so inspired that I wanted to play the DLCs because that was something I haven't played yet. So yeah, yeah. I started playing. Playing the Isle of Armor DLC, okay. uh, and let me tell you, it was a process because remember all that drama with getting your um, Animal Crossing island over to another Switch. Yes, I do. So Pokemon doesn't allow you to use cloud saving because they don't want people to copy and manipulate the meta for the yeah, yeah, for the yeah. Pokemon stuff. So in order to do that, you don't have cloud saving, and your save data is stored natively on your Switch. So okay. everyone who's about to get the OLED or a new switch for the holidays, make sure you switch over your Animal Crossing stuff, but also make sure that if you have Pokemon, you get your save data transferred over. And it's a really easy process as long as you have both switches, which I do. And I almost like if I would have sold my old switch, I'd have been in trouble because I yeah. wouldn't have had any of my progress. But that's neither here nor there. So I was able to do that uh, and and uh, boot up to where I was. Um, and then you get the new island, which is basically like a lot of like fighting type. You get to this dojo and you're basically looking uh, to um, join this dojo. And they have a bunch of like stupid things. Like the first the first challenge you have to do at this dojo is capture the fast slow pokes, um, which are like running around the map like really fast. <laughs> and then okay. you got to run into them and fight them. The next thing is you got to get these mushrooms. And eventually it leads to you unlocking this legendary like fighting Pokemon that you have to raise and, and go through these challenges with. Um, hey, it's just enough of a story to go on. I think the the issues with Pokemon Sword and Shield that many people had is that the story always feels like it's kind of secondary to yeah. what's actually happening. And the, the same thing's happening with this one. Um, but the fact that you get more Pokemon, you fill out your Pokedex, you get different versions of them. Uh, I think it's great so far. Just a, a good thing to have on in the background. Low, low stakes, just easy to kind of just play. Um, again, I'm not like a professional Pokemon player here, but it is kind of fun to just kind of get back into that world and remember what fairy types are weak to. Still don't quite know. Steel off the top of my head. I think Dragon. Dark? Dragon type are not effective against fairy or something like that. Steel fairy dark, is that right? Type weakness. Poison and steel. Mm, yes, because every team has a poison and steel Pokemon on it. And they are strong against dragon, dark, yeah. and fighting. Yeah. So I do like, uh, I do love, by the way, I, and I hope they do this in The Shining and Brilliant. Um, I like how they tell you if you've caught the Pokemon, what your moves are effective and super effective, because I always forget. Um, yeah, yeah. And it was so funny because uh, I was reading an article uh, this week from Game uh, Rant um, nice. from a Smangaliso Smilane uh, called How the Fairy Type 
improve Pokemon. And basically, when the fairy type came out, and I think Generation 5 or 6... Um, in Pokemon XY is when it first was released. How it changed a bunch of the meta in the game to fix some Pokemon that were like overly strong, like Dragon type Pokemon were like kind of like running things until they in, uh, in, introduced the fairy, and it just created this whole meta um, that kind of rebalanced things. But it also messed with my brain because now I don't know what anyone's weaknesses yeah. are because I'm like, oh, it's a normal type. I'll use a fighting move against it. And it's like, no, screw you. It's a fairy, and I'm like, ah, yeah. not again. Um, and I was I that's one of the fun things I like about playing Pokemon without a guide is trying to guess what the Pokemon's type is based on what it looks based like. Based on what it looks like. Yeah, yeah you're like, you kind of like, you kind of look You look cuddly. You look nasty. Are you a poison? Yeah, you, you must look like, be. You got sludge you look on nasty. you. Yeah. You're a flying boy. Are you flying? No, you're not. Yeah. Well, why do you have wings? Why do you mean you're not flying? <laughs> BS. Right. Yeah. But Gyarados, anyway, Pokemon water, great. Love it. Buffoonery. Yeah. Wait, you said Gyarados is flying dragon, right? Flying water. Is that a dragon though? Nope. Despite its dragonish Dragon-like appearance, appearance and yeah. Uh, yeah. and the dragon moves that it knows, but <laughs> but other than that, yeah. Well, I'm uh, glad to hear it. I enjoyed Pokemon Shield when I played it. I picked Shield because I felt bad because I feel like everyone was picking Sword. <laughs> oh well, I actually uh, I I gave my fiance a choice. I was like, which one do you want? And she picked uh, Shield, and I picked Sword or S Word, as I was saying before. <laughs> it went completely over my head, um, but that just shows you. How intelligent I am. Justin, Rockstar Games, do you know them? Uh, yeah, I've heard. I've heard. They, they like so, to party like a rock. Party like a rock star. Uh, that's a song. Is that Cash? Not Cash. Uh, uh, Pink? Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's like we're talking about like 2000s rap over here. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not either of those then. Well, while uh, you look that it's, up. It, um, it, it, it's uh, Party Like a Rockstar song by the Shop Boys. Yeah, I'm not super familiar with their uh, discography, but yeah, let's see what the, what have the shop. While you talk about yours, I'll look up the Shop Boys disc, disc, discography. Yeah, so uh, we talked about this a little bit last week that Rockstar released Grand Theft Auto the trilogy, the definitive edition, and that it is completely broken. I mean, just like ridiculously broken, and um, like they fixed some things. But they made like it like they made some character models look a little bit better, but then they just turned like the rest of the characters in the game into like horrific homunculi. Like <laughs> that's a word. <laughs> <laughs> like just like not even resembling human beings anymore. Uh and I've not played them because I'm not a Grand Theft Auto guy, but uh I mean it just looks like complete garbage and and they're built off of phone ports and stuff and and um the studio that that actually oversaw the development of these was not rockstar proper if i'm not mistaken hold on i believe you oh here it is so um yeah so so Rockstar helped out, but I believe it was primarily done by Grove Street Games who has been in charge of other um like ports, like like phone ports of of Grand Theft Auto games and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, basically this was released, and it, it's just it's nothing. And so Rockstar, being the stand up studio that they are, issued an apology, and it reads thusly: Hi everyone. I always, by the way, sorry to interrupt my own self here. Uh, I always am curious about like how studios address like 
the public with their first like words. So like, hi everyone, that seems fair. I, I remember when CD Projekt Red was apologizing for Cyberpunk, they went with "Hello gamers," which is like, <laughs> and ah, of course gamers. the the iconic uh, the yellow background. Yep, yep, with the yeah. like black text and like the yeah, cyberpunky yeah, stuff yeah. on it. Yeah, it looks like a fucking Animal Crossing letter. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Where they have like the default backgrounds and stuff. Yeah, they, um, do, they did feel like Tom Nook just taking all your money from you. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit, a yeah, little bit. Yeah. Can you imagine? And we're gonna talk about this next week a lot. Can you can you believe that that game was nominated? I think for two game awards this year. Yeah, for bi- hottest mess. <laughs> no, not quite. Uh, it was like best RPG and like I think best soundtrack or something like that. Uh, um, I mean, I'm still hearing that cyberpunk music. Like whatever that. Was. Yeah, when just like during the fight. Or I just have like tetanus. Uh, tendonitis. That's cl- <laughs> not tendonitis. I'm. St- oh gosh. No, you were right. You were right the first time. I'm an idiot. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Tinnitus. I believe is the. <laughs> I'm a buffoon. I can't. I can't believe. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Rockstar. We're gonna. I'm gonna edit that out. Peter, we're not make sure to, over here. Peter, make sure to edit that out. Um. So they said hi, everyone. Hello. Uh, we want to provide an update regarding the <laughs> was unexpected. That was that you responding? Yeah, it was. <laughs> we want to provide an update regarding the unexpected technical issues that came to light as part of the launch of Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy, the definitive edition. Now, I don't mean to stop us again here. Unexpected technical issues. I have a question for you, Justin. Yeah. Do you think they knew? No. The answer to me is absolutely they knew. I don't think they knew because like how bad it would be. I'm sure they, they there were some issues with it, but the fact that this thing crashed their launcher, I think that was not expected. No, no, no. I, I guess I just mean like, do you think that they knew <laughs> how bad these ports were? Uh, I think uh, they must to, have just have based on the fact that how long this damn name is. <laughs> yeah, the Q, the Q, let me say this. The QA team knew. Do you know what I mean? They're like, yeah. fi- they were, as, as it was getting ready to release, I'm sure they're just like filing complaints and filing issues. Like here's a bug, 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 bug. Anyway. Uh, so I, I just think it's I think it's complete lunacy. Yeah, I think they probably knew it was buggy, but how bad it was, I do not yeah. think so. Sure, and, and not, and I'm you, not you defending the corporation the again here. I'm just saying, like, they would not have done this if it was like if they knew just even a little bit of what it was going to cause. <sighs> I don't know. I want to I want to finish reading this before we get into all that though so it says firstly we want to sincerely apologize to everyone who has encountered issues playing these games the grand theft auto series and the games that make up this iconic trilogy are as special to us as we know they are to fans around the world the updated versions of these classic games did not launch in a state that meets our own standards of quality or the standards our fans have come to expect so i just want to say so here they said the the release the releases do not meet our standard of quality and then earlier they said um, unexpected issues. So, which one is it, Rockstar? Uh, we have ongoing plans to address the technical issues and to improve each game going forward. With each planned update, the games will rece- uh, will reach the level of quality that they deserve to be. A new title update is on the way in the coming days for all versions of Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy, the definitive edition that will address a number of issues. We will update everyone as soon as it is live. In the meantime, it pains us to mention that we are hearing reports of members of the development teams being harassed on social media. That sucks. Never do that. Um, 
We would kindly ask our community to please maintain a respectful and civil discourse around this release as we work through these issues. While one of the goals of the, of the Definitive Edition was to allow players to enjoy these games on modern platforms for many years to come, we also understand that some of you would still like to have the previous classic versions available for purchase. We will be adding the classic PC versions of Grand Theft Auto 3, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, and Grand Theft Auto San Andreas back to the Rockstar Store shortly as a bundle. Additionally, anyone who has purchased Purchase Grand Theft Auto the Trilogy, the Definitive Edition for PC from the Rockstar Store through June 30th, 2022, will receive these classic versions in their Rockstar Games la uh, launcher library at no additional cost. We will update everyone as soon as these are back in the Rockstar Store. Once again, we'd like to thank everyone for their patience and understand uh, and understanding while we work through these updates to ensure these games meet everyone's justifiably high standards. Sincerely, Rockstar Games. Oh, they're going to say, sincerely, Blue Box Game Studios. <laughs> sincerely, CD Projekt Red. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. This just seems like... bad. Like, like it's, it's to the point... I think it's just to the point where they're like, well, we have to put these original editions back up because this is just so bad that, that we can't justify not having them available, which I guess is good because you look at other studios that have done similar things and had similar tragic re you know, real uh, masters and re-releases and whatever. And those aren't available. So it's good that they're putting those up, but like, I don't know. I've also seen that since the update came out, there are still a lot of issues. <laughs> yeah. I, I think my, my gut retake, my gut retake, my gut take on this is that first of all, the, the fact that they are offering the, they're putting the original trilogy back up together as a bundle. And they're yeah. also giving until June 30th of 2022, um, the PC edition that you get those into your library. I think that would have been something that should have happened to begin with like that would have been a yeah. smart way to like keep the old stuff but like at no additional cost you get the new stuff without delisting it um but i really don't think rockstar knew that it was going to be this bad sure quality that they probably knew they'd have to patch things as they were going on um but they rockstar is such a big company and like you saw them when like remember how like not great uh gta live was when it first came out and how big it got uh, Grand Theft Auto Not, Online. Yeah, yeah, Grand Theft Auto Online, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, When that first came out, like, that was rough to start, and they f went through it. So I would have assumed that they're like, okay, it, it'll be buggy at first, but we'll work through this. However... Sure. I think the difference is that, first of all, you're not dealing with online stuff. Second of all, it ruined their website and it ruined their stuff. <laughs> yeah. And I think it was to a level of dysfunction that they were not anticipating because they would not have removed the original stuff from the game store if that was the case. Um, I think at this point, all they can do is issue refunds when people ask for them, apologize, and offer this kind of stuff. Um, but I do trust Rockstar to get their stuff together and fix this. Um, sure. And I'm sure they are sincere when they say that they don't want to ruin those initial three games of which people were in love with to begin with. Yeah. And yeah. it just sucks that this left a bad taste in their mouth, um, at people's mouths, for fans of Grand Theft Auto. Not apologizing for Rockstar, because Rockstar can afford this failure. Like, it's not going to stop yeah, people no, from they're not. spending the money or whatever. But I don't know. Like, uh, the, I think the ultimate issue is that this came out so quick. Like, it was announced and then out. Like, what's the think, rush? Do you think they started working on it when they announced it? <laughs> they announced it and we're uh, like, fuck, we got two months. All right. Oh, we should probably... Yeah, yeah, so we actually, have these? Um, 
the Grove Street Studios first heard about that they were on this when they announced it. <laughs> yeah, the announcement. Like, oh, we did it. Cool. Yeah. He's like, oh, what? Wait, we what? We hire it? some people. Oh, oh my boy. gosh. <laughs> Just me yeah. and this other guy, Hassan <laughs> Karaman. There's two of us in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, I mean, weirdly enough, tied to Blue Box. I mean, I feel like this just this is every single time anything happens like this. Uh, and our listeners are cool, so they know not to do this. But like, don't fucking harass employees who's just work at a company like that. I mean, just use that big old brain of yours and not do that <laughs> and, do, yep. and do literally anything else. But yeah, um, and I think it also goes like I, I've done this many times before myself, what? but buying a game before it comes out. Oh, um, got it. Wait. I always red flags if companies don't send out review copies beforehand. Yeah, or don't like show like footage or like right. stuff like that. Like yeah. I think those are some red flags, and that's when I do think like Rockstar knew there were technical issues, not as bad as they were. Because why didn't they send out the review copies? It's because Grove Street Studios was still putting <laughs> together the packaging <laughs> minutes before it was released. You know, they're sitting there on the just on the street corner, putting little like cellophane around things, throwing them out to people. Like they, they it just doesn't seem like they gave this enough time to really get finished, but. Well, speaking of unfinished video games, uh, Battlefield 2042. Uh, so we talked about it last week in our Metacritic roundup. Has continued to have some issues, which is, I'll be honest, a little, like to be expected a little bit. Because, I mean, Dice and EA, like every single time their games come out, they're received like this. I mean, you look at Star Wars Battlefront 2, you look at Battlefield 5, you look at any of the Battlefield games. Like they they release and and they are consistently pretty broken. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna laugh. What's the last good game EA released that didn't come out a buggy mess? And then I remember it takes two. Yeah. Well it, well, yeah, I mean like because you got I'm also trying to think about like what are the what are the like first party EA developed games? Cause they published It Takes Two. Well, oh. oh, they're working on they're working on Dead Space. EA Motive is. Doing I'm Dead sure that's Space. gonna be great, dude. I don't know. <laughs> I'm waiting for that Callisto Protocol. I'm hoping that we're gonna see more of that at the Game Awards. Um, Didn't that get delayed? Uh, I don't know. I know that it just it had its teaser last year's Game Awards, and we just like have not really heard a lot else. But Battlefield 2042. This is an article from IGN.com. By one Jared Moore. Uh, it reads, the, the title is this. Battlefield 2042 becomes one of Steam's worst reviewed games while it's one of its most played. Uh, just a little snippet here. A rough launch for Battlefield 2042 has seen it become one of the worst received uh, reviewed games on Steam in little over a week. News of the game's poor review uh, received start to life comes despite it also being one of the platform's most played titles since its launch. As we talked about earlier in the episode comparing it to, uh, to Halo Infinite, at around 100,000 concurrent players at its peak, but um, yeah, it's it's not being reviewed very well by users on Steam based on just how fucking broken it is. Um, and, and also, I, I believe that people are not happy with some of the changes, like like the actual like mechanical changes that have come with mm -hmm. the game uh, from the like original Battlefield formula and stuff, but. Yeah, I mean, I think it looked really great in trailers and it looks like the idea seems pretty fun, but I just I look at footage of people playing it and it just looks broken. Folks, yeah. Don't reward games like this by buying it. 
because I don't care yeah. how broken this game is, even if it is doing well on Steam, it's cl- it's still clearly they're gonna yeah. look at it being like, oh, okay, we're fine. We don't have to. You know, maybe maybe a little changes next time. We'll update the patches later. People will still buy it. Um, you can't do that. You got to stop. And I think it's really important. Um, I mean, again, I know I do this sometimes. Usually not, Baldo. Um, but like, <laughs> if if a game is not working well from these big studios and you keep buying it and it's just an average game, you're part of the problem. So the one thing we can do as consumers is to be smart consumers and to make sure we are spending our money and rewarding things that are not broken because otherwise people will keep releasing broken stuff. Yep. I 100% agree. Uh, And like you look at Star Wars Battlefront 2, which I don't know. Have you played? Uh, I think I own it because I bought <laughs> so, it on okay. a deal or something, but I don't think I played it. Uh, so now it's pretty good. In fact, it's it's like actually pretty oh, good. Wait, who made that game? Uh, Dice and EA. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They like they have gone in and they've really done a lot of work to that multiplayer. The campaign sucks mm. so bad, but um, the the multiplayer is pretty good. And like, what sucks is you look at the game and you're like. If this didn't have, I mean, it had a lot of issues with like the whole loot box stuff and whatever, uh, which is a whole another conversation. But like, if this was not the broken launch that it was, and it like if this release like this when it first when it initially came out, like this would have been a pretty big hit. Yeah, you know, Battlefield twenty forty two seems like I, I keep wanting to call it twenty seventy seven Battlefield twenty forty two. Like oh, based on year. the ideas of uh, that it has like introduced and based on like those trailers and, and a lot of the, you know, pre-release stuff about it, like seems like it's got some cool concepts in there. seems like it's got a lot going for it, but it's just not functional. <laughs> so, so like let these games cook more. Like, I, I don't know what the, the process is like at dice uh, or, or what the um, not d- demands is the wrong word, but like the relationship with EA is like and everything, but it's just, it seems so wild that, that, they consistently do not put out things of quality, you know? Yeah, I, I just, it, it seems like people have accepted this nowadays yeah. that things come out broken and we fix it later. And I don't think that is quite acceptable. Things don't have to be perfect or completely done when out. No. But like, I I don't know. I just I just don't know how this can be possibly sustainable for these companies to do this when they release stuff and then they just fix it long term. Like, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I I guess I can't really speak to it, but I mean, well, you look at the sales numbers and people are clearly buying it. People are the the concurrent players, like people are clearly playing it. So yeah, yeah, I don't. Yeah, it sucks, but okay. So Justin, we haven't talked about this uh, on the show before. I, I I think for a handful of reasons, I think that there has been a lot of reporting done on the Activision Blizzard. Uh, scandals feels like the wrong word. Like, what would you use to to say like statements? For, I would say just the Blizzard Activision dysfunction from the top. situation. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Um, we haven't really talked about this because I, I think there's a lot of great reporting being done on it that uh, people who are a little bit more qualified, who are not just like reading a <laughs> yeah. handful of articles and then just talking out of their asses like we do, are. But um, 
it has it has continued to make to make some news and some headlines. So I, I think we should talk about it. So if you're not familiar, uh, there are there the culture at Activision and Blizzard is such that women and uh, people of color and um, non heterosexual people have just been completely discriminated against to a, I mean, as a straight white man, it's pretty easy for me to say like to a sickening degree because it is, it's, it's horrific. But I mean, this is like kind of par for the course for a lot of these people, which is horrible. And it, but at the end of the day, it shouldn't be happening, but it is happening at Activision and Blizzard. And so there have been some pretty key people who have left the company uh, following these things. Oh, lawsuit. That's the word I was looking for earlier because the state ah, of California. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, I don't know. I don't know exactly what the situation with that is, um, but the state of California was or is suing mm-hmm. uh, the, the company. So uh, Bobby Kotick is the head. Is he the CEO of? Yes, he Activision? is the CEO of Activision Blizzard. So he, uh, I mean, it's been pretty clear based on this lawsuit and these statements and, and things coming out that this man is uh, not a good guy. Part of the problem. Uh, yes, part, a, a major part of the problem with the culture there. And um, a lot of people are calling for him to resign because of the way he has treated people and talked about people in uh like company-wide emails and and things like that. Uh, It's a whole, it is a whole iceberg of things to talk about. Um, And there are are a lot of, like I said, there's a lot of great reporting going on about that stuff, which I will link to in the description as all the other articles we've mentioned uh, will be linked. Uh, So if you're interested in like specifically what's going on with that, um, go ahead and check that stuff out. I'm also trying to speak very vague because I don't have exactly every single detail down and I don't want to say anything that is incorrect or um, not. Yeah. Incorrect. I mean, overall toxic work culture. Correct. Um, and uh, Bobby Kodak has done nothing if not instigated He's a lot of this stuff it. and promoted yes. it. And when complaints were brought up, did not uh, do a, a good enough job of addressing and fixing this stuff. Um, and in fact, silence people for saying stuff. And and I, I I just think like to have a boss like to be that kind of person that when there's an issue brought to you and you don't fix it or you don't work on something or you don't even like follow stuff through, you can't have that at a company like this, uh, a, a multi-million if not billion dollar company like Activision Blizzard. Yeah. Problematic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and so all sorts of... Um new information regarding him and his relationship to that harassment and to that dysfunction has come out over the past week or so. And uh, as a result, Phil Spencer of Xbox and Jim Ryan of Sony have come out and said that they are both, uh, these are in separate like releases. It's not like they both came together uh, at the same time, but they both have, have come together and said, we are as companies reevaluating our relationship with Activision Blizzard. And then now uh, you've just brought this to the table. So I don't know exactly what they said. So, Doug so Bowser of Nintendo. Doug Bowser um, got out of his uh, uh, warp pipe and decided to do something <laughs> about this. Sorry, I was trying to make a Bowser reference because no, your you. name is Bowser and you're the head of Nintendo for the love of God. <laughs> um, 
so uh, he uh, released an internal email, um, and this is uh, I'm getting this internal email from um, a report on my Nintendo News by I hope this is credible by SSF one nine nine one. Read it. <laughs> and uh, this article is quoting what it said. Um, and Doug Bowser explains, Nintendo is committed to having um, an open and inclusive workplace where all are welcome. And the company holds itself to this standard and expects the same from the industry and their partners. Um, he states that Nintendo represent, uh, representatives have been in contact with Activision, have taken action, and are assessing others. And um, I've been trying to like read a lot of these initial source materials, but a lot of these uh, from uh, Phil Spencer, Jim Ryan, and Doug Bowser have all been through internal emails to their company. Um, so it's not like they're just posting these emails out there for the public. Right. Um, but what I find really uh, direct about the Doug Bowser one is that they said they have already taken action, which is interesting because that could mean anything from contacted to doing something with their uh, sales de- negotiations to whatever, and they're assessing what else to do. Um, I think that's important to take action. Um, They also, uh, in this uh, article on My Nintendo News, states, What might be the most interesting bit in the email concerns the ESA. Nintendo and Activision Blizzard are both members. According to Doug Bowser, Nintendo has worked with the ESA as of at least uh, last week to strengthen stances on harassment and abuse in the workplace. And he feels that the ESA must hold its members to the highest standard. Lastly, Doug Bowser say that every company in the industry must create an environment where everyone is respected and treated as equals and we're all understand the consequences of not doing so. So, Nintendo, great job about not only holding Blizzard Activision accountable, holding other companies and partners like the ESA accountable yeah. for their relationships um, with a company like this and... Um, I think this is important that comp- like Nintendo, Sony, Microsoft, the kings of these uh, of, of the video game industry, um, stand up to this and don't allow this stuff to happen, and um, don't don't just allow it to happen and keep your deals and stuff. Um, they need to do something, and they need to hold companies accountable. Because I think again, the 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 response isn't to just harass and send hateful emails to people the response about hitting people where it counts in their wallet is going to be a more effective way to uh get change at activision blizzard yeah so uh this is from kotaku.com this was yesterday at 6 30 this is an article by luke uh plunkett Report Activision CEO bobby kodak will quote consider and quote quitting if he can't quote fix company's culture so with all of the calls for him to resign, he has recently said, I'll consider it if I can fix the company culture here, if I can't fix the company culture here. And like, he is not like, like removing, removing one man from this company is not going to fix this issue. But you could start like, like like that's, that's where you start. Right. Like, like you start by removing people and getting rid of people. And he cannot be the solution to this problem because it is the culture that he has made and, and that he has contributed to. And, and like he can't be the solution, you know, yeah, exactly. in, in that I, I, way. I, like removing him is not going to solve the problem. 
keeping right. him is going to perpetuate the problem and keep Correct. it there. Like, it, like you got to do, you got to remove him and then do something else, not do something else and then consider removing him. Like, I, I just, you, he, there is a cloud over him and there's a cloud over Blizzard, Blizzard Activision. And unless the people who are the closest financial partners with Blizzard Activision do something and actually stick to this, not just evaluate stuff um, and actually like decide to cancel partnerships and stuff, or the gamers stop playing these games um, that are from Blizzard Activision, it's not going to affect the company to do anything. Uh, personally, I think that the people who can really do this is um, the, the companies that can do it are, are Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo. Yeah. And yep. depending on what they're willing to do. And, you know, like, it's great for sony and, and microsoft to say we're cons- we're reconsidering and reevaluating our relationship with this company that's great to say now do you got to do something mm-hmm. what's great about that statement from nintendo is based on what doug bowser has said and 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 what he has gone to do by talking to people like the esa and i'm sure talking to um uh to to in- internally to see like what can be done about this sort of thing uh in regards to at Nintendo and then also in regards to dealing with Activision Blizzard, like that's where I think you're going to really see that change because what sucks is these people don't care about the morality of this. You know what I mean? Like Bobby Kotick doesn't give a shit about it, about being a good person. Clearly it's going to be the money that makes Activision change its leadership, change its culture because if it if it's going to continue to be this way from what it sounds like Nintendo is not going to be interested in having anything to do with the company if Sony and Microsoft end up deciding to do something like that that is what is going to really in my opinion change this sort of thing but it's like when you're thinking about like insurance policies like insurance companies are understanding that there's an acceptable loss that they're going to have to take with certain things right. and like they plan for those losses so i'm sure Blizzard Activision has acceptable losses in their revenue for things like this now what is that specific dollar amount that's going to hurt them enough to make leadership changes up top i don't know but it is a money thing it's nothing else it's not a morality issue it's not anything the way to make blizzard act activision blizzard change is to hit them in their wallets enough that they have to make a change so um i mean unfortunately like i know like it is should be a morality issue at companies but that's not how a big company like this looks at it it is about numbers and it is about revenue so um do something it sucks man i mean like like every single detail about this lawsuit and and about this company just fucking sucks and and like it is such a big problem and and obviously Kodak is a great place to start, but then everyone else, I mean, there's just every single detail that comes out about this is just horrific and horrible and, and like breaks my heart. And and I I sort of said this at the beginning, like what sucks is like, this is not a new problem for these people who this affects, right? This is not an unheard of thing for, for these sorts of people, but this is the, a, a big case in the games industry where it is being brought to the public and people who don't deal with this are beginning to see it. And, um, it, it just makes me so sick and yeah, it sucks. So, but I love video note, games. <laughs> I do. I do love video games and, and 
Uh, I mean, I, I know like people have different stances on this and different feelings about this, but like this absolutely turns me off from playing their games. And and I know that like some people are saying like, well, you shouldn't be buying any of their games at all. And then you, there are other people who are saying like, well, but right now the people who are going to be hurting are the, are the you know the low people uh, in there, and and because the people up top already have their big major salaries and whatever. And to me, at the end of the day, it's I think people should be doing what they feel is right. Um, and you know, I think you can. Yeah, it's it's about doing what you think is right with this sort of thing. But personally, like ah, like I I love Overwatch. I love Overwatch. I haven't played Overwatch in several years, but like I've been excited for Overwatch too. And like right now, it's just like I just don't think that this is like it. Just, it it makes me feel bad about ever having played their games. You know? Yeah. If it does make anyone feel better. Looking, um, I'm not a huge stock person, but I won a lot of money making some very (laughs) unsafe bets in junior high stock market game. Um, But if we're looking at the stock market in the, um, so in the six months starting, um, let's get the six month thing here. So this, again, this is how companies, this is how companies get hurt here. If we're looking back to um, July of 2021, their uh, stock sh- uh, was from ninety three ninety, and today we have a low of sixty two twenty, and over the past months their stock has dropped thirty four point three. Jeez, that's huge, and that's good because yeah. that is something that speaks to people. So keep keep speaking with your wallets, investors. Keep speaking with your wallet, gamers. Let's get these yeah. people gone. Get these people gone, and this is a bigger, it's a big, it's a big problem to tackle, and unfortunately, Justin, you and I are not going to be able to fix it in this moment. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty good at tackling people. Get a power stance, just go, sure, go for yeah. them. Just get, plant get the, the feet. Court. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I've never tackled uh, a human being in my life. I have no idea what that would be like. I played, I played tackle football one, uh, once. And now that's there's a reason it was one time. <laughs> we didn't have any pads, so it was just dudes jumping on dudes, I, and I cannot believe no one broke anything. Yeah, I was, was going to say like but, you played tackle football without pads, so you were just playing like it's just wrestling. Yeah, wrestling. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, not not to you know. Let's talk about positive things. Let's and talk that's about, video yes, game that's, deals. That's what I mean. Let's talk video about video game games. deals. Yes. Yes. Uh, also, real quick, uh, g- uh, Game Awards were the nominees were announced. We're going to talk about that next week. Next week. Right now, we're talking about video game deals because as you are listening to this, if you're listening to this, the moment it comes out uh, at noon Central Time on Wednesdays, which I assume everyone is doing, just because I'm waiting. getting texts. My cal- my, I have a I have a set thing on my calendar for this. I, I, every single Wednesday. At about 11, people are blowing up my phone. Yo, Peter, where is, where's the episode? What's going on? Now, now you're showing something to the camera here. What am I looking at? Is this a, oh, it's a little ghost with a little boo, little boo sign. That's kind of fun. It says boo. Looks like he's from Psychonauts. He really does. I thought it was a little snowman. Yeah. Not allowed to keep him in the, in the living room because he's creepy. Oh, I think he's very fun. Oh, he's got really long legs. That's kind of gross. Oh, you saw his legs? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> They're just like hanging. Dang and look well. at like the proportion of his butt to legs. Yeah. Anyway, we'll put it, we'll put it, we'll, we'll tweet truck. that out. Uh, <laughs> 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 <Speaking of deals. laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, let's talk about video game deals. Something a, a lot lighter than that. Um, <laughs> a lot lighter than that dump truck. Uh, <laughs> Justin, Black Friday is just around the corner here. I mean, I'm Thanksgiving's so just around the corner. Happy so Thanksgiving excited. to all those celebrating. Yeah. But um, Black Friday is a great time for video games because of the crazy deals that that go up for it. Are you uh, are you snagging anything this year? Yeah. So I Black Friday has really turned into Black Holiday season because like there's just like most of these Black Friday deals start already. So like a lot right, of them yeah. have been like going on. So just hunting and seeing the ads, they're already advertising for stuff. So it's really fun to kind of plan ahead. Um, one, one of the reasons I, I think it's kind of fun, I was actually going to buy Hitman 3. Okay. <laughs> and when I went to purchase it, it said, you've already purchased this. And I was like, when? <laughs> and I apparently <laughs> bought it in March. <laughs> oh, nice. Great. <laughs> so I uh, already owned it, but currently it's like 30, it's 20 bucks in most places. So I was literally going to buy it for 20 bucks because that's an awesome deal for this game with the amount of yeah. content in it. Um, but anyway, so like just like one of my favorite things to do is to plan out how I'm going to go and buy stuff. So I'll like go through the PlayStation uh, like deal section and like just look at all the games and be like, Ooh, that's a good price. I don't know if I want that yet, but maybe. And like, mm-hmm. I keep like going through the stuff, and then if it gets closer to the end of the sale, I'm like, all right, it's it's Sunday, last day of the sale. I'm just gonna pull out my fifty dollar bill and then purchase all this stuff on there. Um, so Hitman Three was one of the games I was looking for. Um, another one I was looking for was Marvel, the Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. The, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Guess what? Just arrived in my house for thirty bucks from Amazon. That's great. That's a great price for awesome that. Awesome price for that. It really makes uh really makes my purchase of full price death loop feel better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um speaking of which, another little thing here, uh play uh not PlayStation All Stars, Jesus. Um <laughs> uh, Nickelodeon All Stars, uh yeah. twenty bucks. Dang game I that for was 40. quick. So. That was quick. <laughs> Ha <laughs> uh, ha! Still playing that? He's still. Uh, nope. It did not make the <laughs> did not make the swap to my Switch OLED. Just letting you know. And not unfortunate. Installed. Yeah. Not that it's a bad game. Um, but just like, yeah, it's it, not there. It's fine. You're right. Yeah. 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 Unfortunately, Smash Bros. Right. Yeah. Like better um, game. Yeah. So what? Uh, anything Dread. else? Better game. Metro so Dread, yeah, I'm absolutely. just gonna be kind of like blading through stuff, but I'm just kind of waiting to see. Like, this is also a good time to get good deals on things like Nintendo games. Yeah. Um, yeah. They have a bunch of like Nintendo first party games that rarely, if ever, go on sale. Um, uh, I saw GameStop had a bunch of games for like twenty seven ninety nine that are usually full price. That I was like, oh, I could buy these. I could buy that. Yeah. Um, so like for me, Black Friday is all about just like looking at the deals and then eventually having a little bit too much, uh, eggnog and then deciding like now's the time to buy this, you know? And it's like, I'm like one of those people, like, I don't like to impulse. I don't really impulse buy a lot of stuff. I'll just sit on and think about it. And there's enough time for me to sit and think about the games I want to get. So sure. I personally am not, uh, not a big Black Friday shopper, but that's just because like, I usually <laughs> buy a game when I want it, uh, <laughs> and, and the types of and the types of games that go on sale on Black Friday are typically like also on sale throughout the year. So like like Hitman, <laughs> right? Yeah, but I mean like I did not play Far Cry Six at launch. I probably won't play Far Cry Six. Uh, like I, I, what I'm trying to say is like I have no plans to play Far Cry Six, but at some point that game is going to be twenty dollars in the next six months. You know what I mean? And yeah. like, that's enough for me to be like, okay, I'll see what you got. And I'm sure it's going to be, it's 
thirty dollars or so. I, I don't. I have nothing in front of me saying that. But like those games, those Ubisoft games go on sale pretty quick. Um, I, I'm sure that that's got a probably a great Black Friday deal or. Um, you're I'm, I'm like just like looking through games like if i hadn't played like mass effect legendary edition i'm sure that's got a great black friday deal um or like scarlet nexus yeah i think and, and i think like uh, that. um legendary edition i saw for like 24 25 dollars that's, like, that's, that's like awesome. that's a great deal is that a 60 dollar game or a 40 dollar game 60 i think i have only played through the first one i could have waited could have waited could have as, as soon as i finish persona 5 royal mass effect 3 that's what I, that's the next for fun game that I'm going to play. Aren't uh, all games or, for fun, Peter? Well, y- yeah, but I mean, like, I've got work games and I've got fun games. Oh, See what I mean? like Animal Crossing work game. Yeah, work game. You're literally I've, doing work playing. It's, li- stock it's literally just chores. Yeah. 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 Um, or like, I, I think I saw Lost Judgment for $20, which I didn't play that first one. Um, I probably won't Judgment's play it. Judgment's 20 Lost Judgment's 30 Got it. Okay. Well, I mean, that's still a Trust great deal. Me, that's on my that's on my radar. I was like, could I go for another forty hour game uh, with uh, <laughs> Yagami? Is that his name? I think it is. That sounds right. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but then I realized I just hurt him so much on Squid Game that I think I'll be okay for now. Oh, that's right. He was in the dub, wasn't he? Same voice actor. Yeah. Because I that's, dubbed the shit out of that. That's fine. Oh, you were doing the dubbing. Oh, I was doing the dubbing. How else could I play Pokemon? That's true. That's true. That's, that's true. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> i think like yeah i just i think black friday is a great time for like those games that you missed throughout the year that you might want to pick up you know i mean like i'd be interested in i'd, I'd pay 20 dollars for something like a super monkey ball banana mania i did you know? see actually i saw that um recently on uh, uh uh let me see if i can find it here you keep talking oh my god are you kidding me what? At Walmart, Gardens of the Galaxy with Steelbook is $25. Ugh. I made a mistake. They got you. They did. Unfortunate. Come on. Unfortunate. Um, yeah, I, I think it's it's a great time of the year to just like buy something to try something, you know, because at the end of the day, 20 bucks, like, yeah, you're not really missing out on a lot. Or sometimes it'll be like, you know, three for 60. Like, there's some great deals that I got last year. I got, I think it was uh, Cyberpunk, Yakuza, and uh, Devil May Cry 5, which I still have not put in my PlayStation, um, <laughs> that I got all at the same time uh, for, I think, 50 or $60, which was like for basically brand new games, like a fantastic deal at Best Buy. But um, yeah, you, I, 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 last year, oh, yeah, last year. Uh, I didn't camp out, but I woke up at 3 a.m. to go to a GameStop with Elena uh, for to try and get a PlayStation 5. And at about 5 a.m., the manager came out and was like, all right, the first six people are going to be able to get these. Everyone, everyone else can go home. It turned into a like, squid game. Everyone else, sorry. Yeah, and they bro- he broke a pool Red cue light. in half. <laughs> oh he, he broke a pool cue in half and was like, figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, Peter, how much, how much uh, would, you, uh, would you spend uh, to get Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania? Twenty dollars, maximum. Cent, cent. Slickdeals.net. Super hey, Monkey Ball Banana Mania. Twenty bucks. Twenty dollars. That's friends. Not bad. Let me tell you something. How to Black Friday? Slickdeals.net. My favorite website. I I've literally never check this, this fifteen before. to twenty times a day. Oh, Peter, I've ruined your life. Probably. Get ready. Get ready to buy some like really nice clothing that's on a really good deal, and you're like, oh, but I mean, it's worth a hundred dollars usually, but today it's twenty. 
guess I need this other pair of skinny jeans. You'll get, you're going to be, you're going to, life has changed. Everyone, this podcast has not been brought to you by slickdeals.net yet. However, slickdeals.net, whoever runs you, whoever owns you, um, we would totally like to do a partnership. Uh, we're, um, we're open to it. Really. We're open to it. We're, if you give us five dollars, we'll talk about you until you tell us to stop. Yeah, like literally, just <laughs> like, like, like literally li- five dollars. <laughs> uh, and hey, if you listen to this right now and and think it'd be funny to give us five dollars to say your name at the start of every episode, f- I'll fucking do it. Like I dare you. <laughs> um, <laughs> I dare you. I'll do it. I'll do it. Uh, you can Venmo me. Just DM me on Twitter or something like that. Uh, yeah, okay. I'm actually, this is actually, I'm going to have to click out of this because this is... Yeah, I was going to be like, if you freaking buy that game, but you still don't buy Marvel's The Avengers, Dude, I'm going to be... <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's on Game Pass, so I need to buy it. Is it on Game Pass still? Yeah, it's on Game Pass. Well, Mar- Avengers is, not Monkey Ball. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, The Avengers might... Is it? Avengers. Avengers is on Game Pass, yes. But you know it's not on Game Pass? Monkey Ball. Incorrect. I mean that is correct. Uh, no, Spider Man on the Avengers. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Let's talk about this for like two seconds. <laughs> cool. So, Spider Man's gonna be in it. Yep. Fine link. Yep. And there's no there's no DLC. I mean, like it's DLC. Like was, he's we in all it. figured that. I think. Well, we all. It's been confirmed. I figured that. It has been confirmed. Yes, that he is not getting any sort of real story DLC story missions. It's just gonna be some cutscenes, and then he shows up. Um, no shade on his voice actor because I think he does a fine job but they were like and here's the guy playing Spider-Man I was literally like I do not I don't, I don't know who this is <laughs> yeah they, they were saying they were saying he's fun job, to play but, but you swing it around you often reach the top of the skybox and then oh, kind of ruins the gosh. flow of it because yeah. I mean it's not quite made for that um, but speaking of, uh, it is on Game Pass Marvel's Avengers Yeah, yeah. or you can buy it on Xbox for fifteen ninety nine. That's that's fourteen dollars too much for me. <laughs> but you're gonna buy monkey balls for twenty dollars. I'm I'm not going to buy it in this moment. Clever words. Are you a lawyer? I mean, I would I would consider it. Um, or like, uh, can I tell you something? This is stupid. This is so stupid to me. I'm like, I like, and I'm sure we've talked about something like this. For no reason at all, I want an Xbox Series S. For no reason at Peter, all. Peter, Peter, you have like, you have two of the Series Xs. I know. Which, by the way, Halo Infinite one came in. Delightful. It's Delight. beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, uh, the, it, the it, gold, ex- all like the gold hardware on there, fantastic. Can you, can you explain to me how the Series S adds to your life? Uh, I it looks pretty. It's fun. And I don't need it, but I th- it's just like I like I don't know. I like hardware. You know what I mean. And, and for all of you listening, being like, Peter, you got two Xbox Series X. I hate you. I'm trying to get one myself. It's like, first of all, I had to become a pro at getting these <laughs> at, at getting these pre-orders. Second of all, it's for work. Get off my back. <laughs> um, it actually is because I've been like lugging my PS5 upstairs into my room for like work stuff and then bringing it downstairs to relax because like, I don't want to be relaxing in the room I do my work in. And that's not fun. Mm. That's not yeah. fun. So yeah. this is gonna save me walking up the stairs a bunch of times with uh, Xbox. But uh, yeah, Super Monkey Ball. It's not bad. I'm gonna tell you $20. one thing. I do want to probably buy, um, and I'm looking at it right now, and I've been looking at it for a week. 
that is Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. Yeah, I saw that. That's like super it's discounted. Fifty right? bucks because I figured that would be a great thing to play around Christmas. Yeah, set up your home. Go go around the tree. Yeah, freak go out around your dog. the tree. Find the pre- oh my god, Archie will hate it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so speaking of my dog, we got one of those cool like digital like uh, picture frames. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he usually is pretty like daft to things. Like he doesn't like see much except like you know myself and Claire. But um, he like was like just giving it the stink eye and like doing some slight growls at it when we first turned it on. <laughs> oh. So does it like make sounds? No. <laughs> so he so he's just like hates this. this yeah, he got over picture. it pretty quick. I think he forgot it existed now. But like it was, he was just staring at it and like. Oh, weird. Yeah. Yeah. How much is new Pokemon Snap? Where's that link you sent me? Oh, I bought a full price. New Pokemon Snap? Yeah. Let's look. Okay, if you buy new Pokemon Snap and don't play Marvel's The Avengers. I've heard it's pretty good, man. New Pokemon Snap or Marvel's The Avengers? <laughs> Pokemon Snap. Um, I played it, and I'm telling you. $46. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's... Oh, wait. Yeah, it's, that's too much for... for uh, it's $34.99 on uh, used for Gamefly. Oh, it looks expired though, maybe. A thirty-four, that's too much for me. <laughs> I'm not thirty-four. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. Um anyway. Speaking yeah, of might... chores, playing that game is like Animal Crossing level chore. <laughs> but it sounds it sounds kind of relaxing, though. Uh, it did put me to sleep, just like Animal okay. Crossing. Yeah, that'll do it, won't it? That'll yeah. do and it. And Marvel's the Avengers. So <laughs> am I selling this game? <laughs> no, that and that's the thing. Like everything I know about it is just like Peter would not like this. Okay. Like this I know, I know, wait, now wait. I'm gonna hear uh, let me tell you what you say to me every time. You go, but wait. That story campaign though. It's on Game Pass. Play it. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe when? Hey Justin? When? well for actually how long is it? It's like what, five hours? Max? It's like eight at the most. Eight if you're okay. stupid. That's actually not not bad. Yeah, eight if you're looking for the collectibles that aren't there. <laughs> that I definitely not. <laughs> Just go around it backwards every corner, you find something. Uh, I'm not gonna no, I'm not I'm not gonna play this game. I'm like I might eventually How are you gonna talk about game of the year without playing Marvel's Avengers? Oh yeah. What 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 uh what were the game of the year moments from, from that game this year? War for Wakanda, I've heard oh, was yeah, pretty good. That was great. Come on. Uh with Kate Bishop this year? Uh, probably everything was this year because that game did not launch smoothly. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Justin, we're talking about Avengers again, and I think that means we're at the end of our episode. <laughs> no, no, that's when we start talking about Lord of the Rings. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes, yes. So I was thinking about this. This is true, and then we will end the episode. So like, as I was like reflecting on my time having COVID, remember how Gandalf is like after he dies? Spoiler, sorry. Uh, he talks about how, and he comes back to life. How he talks about like. I, my mind was like freed from the connections to space and time. And he's yep. like, I was just drifting for what yep. felt like thousands of years. That was me <laughs> when I was sick, just completely di- like free from the, the shackles of space and time. And yeah, that's just floating. Th- that explains the white robe you're wearing and the shining glow that's all around you. Yeah. And the beard, right? Like, yeah. And, and your hair. Got, was, uh, did quick. you straighten your hair? I did. I typically it's have, amazing. you know, natural curls, but yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. But would you really, parts an old man from his walking stick <laughs> no but uh we may have to part these i was gonna say these two old men as if we're anything close to that from our podcast um it's the end of the show is what i'm trying to say <laughs> this is the end in the same way that um 
No, I was gonna say someone sings. There's like a song at the end of Lord of the Rings called like "Into the End." No, it's called "Into the West." Into the West, sung over the closing credits. Mm. Uh, Justin, this is the end of the show. Listener, thanks for listening. Appreciate it. We always do. Uh, if you have any thoughts about what we talked about, whether that's um, Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo's response to the whole Activision situation, uh, Halo Infinite, Battlefield 2048, Pokemon, Black Friday deals, uh, any of that, I, I do. I personally want to hear about it. You can let us know at uh, on Twitter at HitboxPod. You can send us a DM, tweet at us, however you feel inclined. Um. You can also send us an email at hitboxofficialpodcast at gmail.com. You're probably listening to this on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever podcatcher of your your choice. Uh, it'd be cool if you would subscribe to us on that on that uh, program. Not program. Platform. Excuse me. Uh, our, our numbers indicate that people, list, people listening simply aren't subscribed. And it would be really cool if you could double check. Just make sure that you're subscribed because that really does a lot for us uh and if you're on apple Podcasts, you know leave a review that'd be really cool too uh, justin am i forgetting anything do you have anything to add here uh so i think i think a good i've been looking for a good a gif of this the whole time but i feel like our our podcast sometimes ends like uh denethor when he's running he's on fire yep, and he's runs like off running the edge. but but it's that one scene like he you see him leave the throne room gandalf says something like brooding to the camera and then all of a sudden it's like he's run literally a mile <laughs> <laughs> down the edge of Gondor. <laughs> and like, yeah. It's like a quick cut. Yeah. Um, so he's really running fast. Like He would have probably died a little bit before then, but I feel like that's how sometimes we end. Faramir is alive! That's how Pippin says it. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, can I just say, that man... If I, if anyone, if I was with someone and they ate a cherry like that, not a cherry, uh, a tomato, the way he eats that tomato... I would leave. I would be so offended by like, ugh. Why? Why are you eating tomatoes like we, that? We all have that one uncle at Thanksgiving. We certainly do. Yeah, it's me. I'm not it's, yeah, uncle. I was gonna say the same but. thing. <laughs> <laughs> uncle Justin's hungry again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, hey, thanks so much for listening one more time. Always remember, old games are old. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. I'll stop recording. <laughs>